happy Tuesday. It's a late start for us. Normally we start first thing in the morning, but we're talking in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, another uh, another start to a good episode, I hope. Um, and uh, yeah, man, this week we uh, are headed back to our um, Shopify e-commerce, uh, you know, uh, I guess we would call them episodes, right? Our e-commerce little episode within the show. Yeah, um, we're doing every other. So this yeah, is yeah. So this this one is going to be about uh, themes and selecting themes when building your website. Um, so uh, I guess just give us a breakdown. You know, Devin, as you are somebody that I imagine has put together a theme before, or you know, has a, a real yeah, real good. Uh, you know, uh, understanding of, of themes and how they work. So, so explain to us what, what is a theme? Okay. So, uh, a theme is the front and visual representation of your store's data. Um, so I guess the easiest way to think about it from like a, a brick and mortar perspective is to think you have, uh, a hundred products right and you could put in shelves that go in rows in your brick and mortar store and, and put each product on a shelf or you could maybe set it up as tables or you could set everything up as wall displays with little end caps um, you know you could do all those different varieties of where the products are in the brick and mortar store whether it be uh, aisles or whether it be you know tables or uh, small little shelves or whatever it is, uh, refrigerated cases, all that kind of different stuff. Um, the theme is the same exact concept except for your digital goods. So the theme is how you're presenting your products um, and presenting that data to customers. And themes in general take care of uh, a group of things for you that everybody sort of has an expectation for. So a good example of this would be if you're walking down the grocery store uh, and, and you get to an aisle and you look up, you see, you know, that uh, the, the contents of that aisle is like, oh, this is the cereal aisle. And you go down the cereal and, and it's the only things in here are cereal. And in much the same way, your standard e-commerce theme will have, let's say, three main pages. It'll have your homepage, which is kind of like a default styled up theme that should be what happens when somebody walks into your store, the first thing that they see. So you want to, just like in a regular retail store, when somebody walks in, you want to present what your company's all about, right? If you're, if you're selling t-shirts, you want information about t-shirts, information about your brand. You want people looking like they're having fun in t-shirts and all that stuff. You don't want to have a whole bunch of watches because people would be like, why is this a watch store that sells t-shirts? It would, wouldn't be obvious, right? Um, so then that's kind of your homepage. And then the aisles, the best way to think about the, the aisles in the grocery store are basically your category pages, right? So that's uh, generally called a product listing page. Um, so a PLP is one of the like industry terms that somebody will use to try to like make you think that they know what they're talking about um, but really it's just a category page right it's just these are the things in this category in this group of things that you can find and then the final kind of page is uh 
just a product page, which just carries the information about the single product. And so you would think about that as the item on the shelf um, in the grocery store, the single box of cereal. And that would have the price. Maybe it's on sale, a little extra information. If you buy three and you get one free, it would have that kind of information. Um, and that's that single unique item. And that's the product page, which is what sometimes called a PDP or a product detail page as well. Depends on uh, the person who's talking to you. Just because I'm saying they're like wamboozling you by saying product detail page or PDP or PLP. I, they're really just trying to make sure that everybody's on the same page. So sometimes it's trying it's people trying to show off that they know what they're talking about, but it's also, you know, if I say PLP to somebody else that's in the industry, they're going to be like, I understand exactly what he's talking about. So that's gotcha. a rough like overview of how themes are put together. So they're the the aisles, the tables, the the first part, the foyer when you walk into a business everything that you would expect to see organized in a specific way. Gotcha. So asking from, you know, for me and from my perspective, right? Like what happens before the theme is in order to create the theme, right? Um, as the, the web designer, is that where the coding and all that type of stuff comes into play? Like, is, is that where like the more, you know, uh, you need to know computer background type stuff happens is when the actual design of how how the theme will look. So, uh, generally speaking, the themes are built by a developer like me, um, and what they'll do is they'll set it up so that like, you know, they that you have like if you on if you go on your phone, you go to some e-commerce store. Usually, you get a two column layout of products, right? So like if you go to the sneakers category, there's like two sneakers on each side, mm -hmm. of the thing, you know? But then if you go on the website, there's four, right? There's a grid of four sneakers that go that, that's there for the category page. Um, those sort of decisions, like the structure of it, is generally built by the developer. And gotcha. then we usually, if, if the developer knows what they're doing, usually they build in a bunch of like, sort of options for the theme owner because you might get a theme that the default colors are blue and green but your brand identity colors might be red and yellow and so you can go in and you can update the blue to red and you can update the green to yellow and then that'll filter all the way through the whole theme so that you can very quickly make the theme's identity your store's identity Gotcha. And the, and the reason for the question is, so as the, you know, the person trying to start a business, um, for them to be able and for me to be able to know, like, all right, so you're, you know, you don't need to know any of the necessarily necessary, like programming and coding and all of that type of stuff. Um, once you, you purchase the theme, the majority of all of that is done. And at this point, if I'm following correctly, once you own the theme, now we're just cutting and pasting. Is that's what's if that's what's happening? Um, like how much more? Like once the theme is yours, is that typically what the next step is in terms of building the, um, you know, building the website? I, I guess you know to put it in your terms, it, it's now you're filling the shelves, you know, and putting the signs in front of it. 
Yeah, so it, I guess there's kind of we should probably clarify what kinds of themes there are. So the first okay. thing is is that you could have a theme in the context of Shopify. You could have a theme that's supported by Shopify. Um, so usually they have like a free theme that's the sort of the Shopify regular theme that you get with your store. Mm-hmm. That almost always works perfectly for like all use cases. But it's a little plain because they're trying to solve the base need for everyone, right? Got you. And there's usually, with Shopify, there's a selection of a couple themes that you could pick. um, And they're all free. You know, you could just say, I want to use this base theme. And that's fine. And it works. And it's great. Now, you could also choose a theme that's made by a third-party developer. Mm -hmm. Someone maybe like me. um, Who... They might make 10 different themes, but they specifically make themes for like a big popular one is Parts Warehouse, right? Parts Warehouse is made to be uh, for for technical part stores. Like if you're going in and you're looking to buy, I don't know, wrenches and and bolts and stuff like that. Like Mm. that... That has that sort of style of store has a specific look and feel to it that everybody's kind of expecting, and mm-hmm. so the the theme works towards that. And um, so typically the layout's a little bit different; those sorts of changes are are in there. But then also you get some uh, differences of uh, you can oftentimes they build in little niceties that people who need to sell parts would care about like an information table to lay out, uh, you know, specs like, Oh, this is 25 centimeters long and 18 centimeters high. That really matters for parts, but it doesn't matter so much for Mm t-shirts. So, so there are also kind of grouped themes built by either a developer or a developer company. So then there are custom themes where somebody builds a theme specifically for you. Um, Like you could hire me to build a theme from scratch that covers all your needs. Um, And then there's a final kind of theme. It's called the headless theme, which is the last one that we'll just kind of leave aside and say that we won't actually use that. Typically those middle two are priced in similar ways uh, the the one is usually a flat fee, the, fir- the second one, where it's like you're buying a theme from a theme store. It's maybe $49 or $119. Um, and it's typically going to be like close enough to on brand for what you're looking for that you can just like plug and play and it's worth 119 bucks. The next one, which is where you have a, cus- uh, a developer make you a fully custom one, typically they're going from a starting point of their own base theme. So that they're not, like, everybody needs to add stuff to cart, right? So mm-hmm. adding to the cart is a, is a function that we all know has to be done. So I have one that's reliable, that's good, that works all the time, that I use over and over again. Um, so that, and that's going to cost you an arm and a leg. <laughs> that's what professional <laughs> development firms are for. <laughs> so probably that's not appropriate for you right now. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, so there's different so there's different companies now, um, and and just to follow up on that, you know the majority of the of them all like, you know they're built to be 
user friendly, I guess, after you purchase. Like, just trying to figure out. I've seen one, and the one that I've seen is the free one on spot on Shopify, mm-hmm. and that one, um, I'm like already, I'd say a third of the way through, and it's actually been really simple, like yeah. surprisingly simple. Like I, I, I knew, I just knew that it was going to be so much more difficult than what it's been. Um, when you told me to do it, when you told me like, oh, you don't need that. You'll, you'll, you'll be able to do it. I'm thinking like, I'm going to be in there like all of a sudden have to become like a computer genius and start coding. Like, you know, like, like, sure. I, you know, like that was in my mind. So for someone out there that is, you know, a little bit hesitant to go this route, like I would say just off of my short experience with Shopify, um, it was surprisingly um, easier than I ever could imagine. Um, it's, it's so much easier. Like it, it, the part where you just like change the color of your header is like kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. Just, all you really have to do is like Google change header color on Shopify base theme and that'll almost always help you know how to change the color. There's going to be some language stuff that you're going to have to get over. There's going to be some like, where is this hidden menu where you're like clicking on the screen and you're not exactly sure where the menus are and stuff. But past that, there's no magic to a basic theme for the vast majority of people who are looking to do, let's say you're trying to do under $25,000 a year in sales. The Shopify like default free themes are almost always going to be perfect for who you are if you're looking to do sales in that range. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. And that's great info. And and I'd say just, you know, there's different styles too inside of the one. Like you, you kind of broke down like the, the different, you know, types of purchases you can, you can make far as themes, as far as custom there's group themes that you can make a purchase on and then there's free themes and then the headless ones i, I guess we won't mess with but you know <laughs> those ones as well but uh um once you once you've decided the route you want to go i noticed that there's also like i guess the style of a theme like there's different like i i've noticed that on shopify they had like you know ones that told story you know ones that like you would just tell a story and there's, you know, maybe a, a page or two extra before you get into selling your product. You know, it actually allowed, you know, you put in a slide. So show you tell your different stories, stuff like that. There's some that get you right to the product. Like, you know, no messing around. This is, you know, we're here. Here's what we're selling. You know, do you want to buy um, anything in terms of from a technical side of things, anything that you would like you know, kind of warn people on or, you know, information or knowledge on like a, a, a comfortable theme to start with if you're a beginner? Um, I, you know, I wouldn't as much say that, that that's going to be the main uh, thing that should slow you down or concern you as a beginner. Um, and the the reason the reason that I wouldn't say that is I'd say that the things to focus on are, that are much less about your theme. While you're doing under that, that magic number that I was throwing out there, $25,000 a year, it wasn't, I wasn't saying that in an arbitrary way. While you're under that amount, the things that people are going to do that, and the people 
are that I'm saying are customers when they interact with your store, the things that they're going to be looking for are proof that you're not going to steal their money, mm. right? Like proof yeah, that you're yeah. a real business, um, and uh, you know proof that you are who you say you are. So if you're Vernon and you're selling spices, they're going to want to see, you know, maybe a picture of you and your family, or maybe a link to the Instagram, or you know, how to learn more about you as a company and find out that you're active on Facebook so that they can, you know, validate, like, is this place that I've never heard of before really going to send me the things that I pay for? Mm. Those are the kinds of concerns that those customers have, those first $25,000 in customers. Uh, and that's a vague number. You know, I'm just kind of putting a ballpark. It's not like a firm number. Um, and so... The rest of those decisions, they do matter. I'm not certainly not saying that they don't matter, but they don't matter as much because you're mm. going to be marketing towards people who are relatively warm to you. Mm -hmm. um, so everything else. And so one of the things is you have a one product store right now, right? Yes. Um, yes. And so there are themes that are designed for one product stores and there are entire strategies for how to do good web development, good marketing, uh, good funnel, good customer acquisition, good all that stuff for one product stores. And there's a lot of like best practices and rules and thoughts and think pieces and there's entire companies that you could pay big money to, to, to solve one product store problems. That said, when you're trying to sell your first 30 products, probably it doesn't matter as much yeah. Um, yeah yeah and, and it's the same uh it's the same thing that i guess kind of you got over when you were like well I, you mean i could just start making stuff and selling stuff online and you just kind of went with it and that forward momentum is more valuable than choosing the right theme and customizing it the right way at this point in your journey Mm -hmm. So it's much more important as you're in that Shopify UI and you're filling out product information, right? You'll see yeah. that they have like, you know, price, but then they also have like, what is the unit price and all these like other little values that you can fill in. And there's like values for meta and other information like that. Good product descriptions, that sort of information is actually going to be more valuable early and being in really good habits around filling out all the right product data, ensuring that you have good product descriptions, having fantastic photography of your of your products, having good stories around your products, an active blog, all those things, those are going to outweigh in the early days the look and feel of your store, which mm. it, it's it's hard. That's a hard reality, right? Because you're putting yourself out there and you want to put out your best foot forward. And so you want it to look great. You want, but that's what you really want is to not have a single typo anywhere in the product description. <laughs> like that's <laughs> going to pay more dividends early. Wow. Yeah. That, and I totally agree. I think, um, you know, everything you said was, was really right on, right on point with what we've been about. And ultimately to sum it all up, what you're saying is just, Listen, you you can't, you're not, none of us here are drafting first round picks to go back to our basketball analogy, right? Like, we're all taking shots at undrafted free agents and 
late second rounders. <laughs> and at that point, just go through the process, you know, uh, pick somebody really tall, hopefully athletic, and hope for the best. And really just go out there, you know, so from the side of, you know, putting together a website and selecting a theme, um, you know, like you said, and I agree with you, the most important thing is to be able to have your customer come to your page and feel secure. You know, like there's a lot of things going on in the world in terms of uh, um, fraud and all that type of stuff on the Internet. And um, you really want to make sure that when your customer comes on your page that, you know, they feel comfortable that like, oh, this is a real business. And, you know, I'm going to get the things that I order. And also they they care about what happens, you know, after I make this purchase. You know what I mean? They, they want me to come back. They want me to be a customer, you know, for life. And and you're 100% right. All of those things come out more so in the details, um, the information details and things like that versus pictures necessarily and layout um, because they're willing to understand that, hey, this is your first time. This is an early business. They, they just got started. Um, and all of that other cosmetic stuff will get better, but you know, really they can trust you to do the right thing, you know, for each customer. Yeah. So like in, in your case, I would have an about us page, right? Mm -hmm. And about us, there's three of you, really there's three of you, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and I would probably, this is the content. I actually know exactly the content that I would go for, for your about us page. It would be a picture of the three of you smiling happy arm in arm in some way and um it would say you know he who the three of you are why you're about what you're about you know a little bit of that stuff and it would make clear that it was only three of you it wouldn't make it seem like you're a lot of people like try to make their company they put we everywhere they try to make it seem like they're a big and i would lean into hey it's just the three of us <laughs> The mm -hmm. three of us are on this journey together. The three of us would like you to come along, and I would use that language everywhere. Mm. Because yeah. you're not selling Reebok. You're selling the three of you, the small business. And you can convey that information, and people are happy when they go to that About Us page because they're like, I wonder if these people are legit. They go to the About Us page, they see a picture of the three of you, they see a little bio for each one of you, and they go, oh, these are three people that I could reach out to that are going to hand write me a little note that say, hey, thanks so much for buying our spices. You know, Please keep an eye out uh, for, for future offers, and thanks so much for supporting our vision. Right? Mm -hmm. That is way more valuable than paying me as a developer you know, 100 bucks an hour to dial in some like spacing on your page or like add some little feature mm -hmm. those features are important and i'm not saying that they're not good but at this point in the journey you want to be there having great photography of your products is way more valuable having photography of your faces the three of you is going to do way more in sales because people are going to understand these are real people that i'm talking um, and that's just, it, that builds trust. Faces are amazing. You know, like we're humans. We, we're built to look at faces. So don't have a faceless, nameless corporation. 
have a real you. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm, sell you. Because mm -hmm. that's what we buy. I mean, people go into Trader Joe's for some products that they're used to. But like a solid 20% of those customers that walk in every day are going in for seeing people in Hawaiian shirts that are laughing and joking with them. And there's like, like lonely people who just come in every day to have a cup of coffee because they like need someone to talk to. You want to provide that same kind of per you want to aim to that 20% because those are the people you're going to be able to sell to at first. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's all, that's all good. And I, you know, I think, uh, for those of you who are listening and, um, want to go ahead and get off the sidelines like there you go man i think you you hit it all on the head man that was well put well said yeah. the con the content it's you know for for this early stage in the game it's all about the content and it's also about best practices right because there's a visitor to your store that you need to sort of keep in mind all the time and this is why i would tell anyone who's starting out just pick one of the like sort of default themes that shopify offers uh, at least to, to begin with, uh, because one of the people that's visiting your store all the time is Google. And they're having these robots come and visit your store and see that the information is laid out. And if the information is laid out in a way that Google can understand, Google will give you credit for that, right? They'll be like, oh, these people are doing it right. And when they keep seeing that, you doing it right over and over again they're going to react to that and say like, okay, this store is a little bit trustworthy. And then when they see people who land on your store, make a purchase and go through the whole funnel and, and buy something and then, you know, not freak out a couple of days later, right. Or, or whatever people land on your store and they interact with the content on your site. They give you credit for that because people are interacting with your information. And while it really matters to, at some point, you know, a red button versus a green button, one of those is going to get more clicks in different situations. And like we can really dial in super specific things about a site in the beginning, looking good to those first customers that are looking to have a relationship online and looking good to Google by having the data correct and having the information filled out and having nice, clean categories, your category of spices. And in that category of spices are just spices <laughs> and not T-shirts. Because you see that a lot in stores of people who are starting out. They kind of throw everything everywhere. That creates a big mess uh, that developers technically have to fix in the future. And you really want to kind of focus more on using the tools the way they're designed slowly and carefully um, rather than kind of just trying to throw a whole bunch of design at the problem. Mm. Nah, that's beautiful. Got me right on the money, man. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what else do we need to know about, you know, themes and in, in, in terms of, you know, starting a website? Is there any other things that, you know, you would caution us about or, or you know, recommend we do? I guess the, the other thing that I would do, um, and, and I took, when you originally started the Shopify adventure, uh, six or eight weeks ago, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I would recommend that everybody who's listening do the same exact thing that I told you to do, which is go sign up for a free store and start filling it out and seeing how that turns out in the store. Get used to the UI. Do it on a store that doesn't matter to you. 
you know, like set up a mm-hmm. fake store. Because once your real store is set up, you got it all dialed in, you should, assuming you did everything correctly, be able to switch from one theme to another and just have everything change visually. Technically, nothing should change, right? It would just be, uh, you know, if, if if it was a two column layout store theme that you had picked and you switched to a one column layout store theme or a four column layout store theme, something like that, it should just swap right over and there should be no errors of any kind. Everything should just work. All the information should look like it's in the same place and it should be kind of normal. That's the ideal flow you're looking for. Um, so I guess to go back to our like process terms, our, our basketball terms, right? Like when you find an athletic three and D player, it shouldn't matter what system you put them in. Mm-hmm. It should be an athletic 3 and D player that does 3 and D really, really well. And that's like what they do. And it doesn't matter if you're running, you know, high pick and roll or if you're running, you know, some kind of motion. It really shouldn't matter if you're doing a dribble handoff because your 3 and D player is looking to do 3 and D all day long. 3 and D is what we build sites on. It's what we build like the process on, right? It's all about having these like base fundamentals right um so so that's really the big takeaway and don't don't spend a lot of money on a theme for your first one you know once you've been around for a little bit you know what you're doing then maybe you hire a developer then maybe you get a theme that you pay 150 or 250 bucks for it's a totally reasonable choice um you know people will pay people like me 60 70 80 thousand dollars for a theme (laughs) like that's a lot of money and it's a worthwhile spend but it's not a worthwhile spend when you're just starting out. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else that you want to uh, talk about, or should we should we just kind of roll into the next one? It seems to me like we kind of covered it for the basis basics of themes, and you know I think we could probably go forward from here and just do next week's regular update show. Yeah, I agree. I think this was strong, and I think. Uh... You know, as as someone who kind of went through um, or is going through this process right now, um, this is all good stuff. And this is all kind of what I found out as I as I went through the journey um, early on in terms of like building the Shopify. And now I'm in the web, the web design stage of everything, the products done, all that good stuff. Now I'm trying to put together the web design so we can start you know, putting together all the content and everything like that. And we did it as a group. And I think we, we had the question for a second. If, you know, if we should look at some of the the um, themes that you can purchase. Because, you know, Shopify has the free themes. And then it's explore other theme options and whatnot. Sure, and, yeah. You know, we opened it up, of course, just to see. And, I mean, it, it wasn't really anything that looked drastically different. I'm sure there's some some real nice, you know, themes out there that, you know, offers a whole lot more than what the free themes um, offer, which that that should be the case. But from first glance, as we popped through and opened them all up and kind of read about them all, there was nothing that really stood out that we needed at this time that was, you know, like being delivered from the purchase of theme store versus the free free theme store 
you know, there were some really good ones that were there for us. Um, and we did land on land on one. We we ended up picking one. I think uh, Shopify has like a narrator um, theme. And we thought that that was exactly what we should be about. And that makes now our website about us. Yep. And and it, which is, you know, what it's always been about what we're doing. So it's about us versus you walking in and just like being sold spices. You're actually being sold on us first. And then the spices is a way for you to support what we're doing, our movement and um, all the change that we want to try to do um, in the future. So, um, yeah, that's what we ended up landing on. That makes perfect sense to me. Like, because you guys don't need the Brooklyn theme where it's all about like selling hipsters sunglasses, right? Like, yeah, that's, exactly. a, that's a cool theme and it really matters and it's slick and it does these things that you needed to do. You guys are about selling right now, really, what amounts to one product. And you're not trying to sell a big, a big ticket item, right? You're, no, you're selling no. one product to get used to the process so that in three months or six months, you guys have six products that make sense that help move the story along. So I think you guys did the right thing by understanding who you were and how to get forward. So it sounds like you guys picked exactly correct to me. Exactly. Yeah, we agree as well. Well, yeah, man. Um, I guess, uh, what else you got? Any, any more, uh, Topics I, I to do, discuss. I, do, I, do have, I guess I, I guess I have two little things. Um, yeah, sure. One is please, if you uh, if you're listening to the show, go to the website and contact us, or you know, message us uh, on Twitter or Instagram. And then please keep an eye out. I'm going to make a one of the things that we're going to be talking about in a future episode, probably 24, 26, 28. One of those three uh, is going to be technical SEO. So like the, what are the technical things that people do to make your store look great and seem great? And I'm going to try to put together a little tweet storm blog article type thing for that uh, in the next couple of days. So please keep an eye out for that because that's coming and uh, that should be out before episode 23 for sure. All right. Well, just to give you guys the direct handles out there, Twitter. Uh, look at us look us up at at process underscore is we're on instagram at the process underscore is and then check us out on the website at uh the process is black and white the process is black and white.com all right all right talk to you next week yep